All right. Welcome, everybody. It's WP Radio Live. It's Terry Doherty. We're just about a week past the claims conference that happened at the MTCC. Really great day. The presenters were fantastic, and uh, the trade show went really well. And I got to tell you, I had some great guests on the uh, podcast this year. It was fantastic. We're just going to start releasing podcasts as we go along. So, guys, sit back, relax, enjoy the podcasts. If you have any questions or concerns, reach out to me. And if you want to be a sponsor of the show, also reach out to me. Look forward to hearing your comments and seeing them on the podcast network. And guys, just enjoy. They're great. Thanks. It's Terry Doherty. We're live with WP Radio. We're getting into the afternoon here at the Claims Conference, and uh, I am honored to have Shana Cameron from UHM Ultim Health. Thank, Thank you. you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. And you've got all your colleagues around you, so this is great. So I we do. Can, we can hear them in the background, which is great. Um, Shana, for all those people that don't know what UHM Ultim Health is, tell me what it is. Yes, absolutely. So UHN, Altum Health, we've been in the industry for about 30 plus years. Uh, Our main areas of clinical expertise are in ABI, which is acquired brain injury, TBI, traumatic brain injury, uh, concussion-related injuries, and uh, we're also doing post-COVID recovery management. Oh, so all the people whose hair fell out and stuff. Right, right. Perfect. Mine, not (laughs) COVID-related, age-related. Um, but yeah, okay, so I, you know, as I told you before we got on, I know all about concussions personally and with my family members. So uh, that's amazing. And you did say something that I thought was interesting that all of your money that you guys make goes back into the industry. So tell me that's how right. that works. What, tell me what that's all about. That's right. So we do have a give back program, and that Ultim Health, uh, a, per, a certain percentage, goes back to UHN for clinical research. And uh, that's something that we do every single year. We do, uh, it's something that means a lot to us, uh, the give back program, and it's something that we do stress and communicate to our clients. And what does UHN stand for? UHN, it stands for University Health Network, and it's uh, Toronto Western Hospital. It is Princess Margaret, it's Toronto General Hospital, Toronto Rehab, and also Michener Institute. Wow, okay, so that's a lot of different hospitals. And you all from different hospitals out there? So we're, so Altum Health is based at Toronto Western Hospital. So you guys are all at Toronto Western? Yes. Okay. And what do you do there? So I am the team lead for the Auto IE program. And Auto IE stands for Auto Insurance Examinations. Okay. We do independent medical examinations. So you do Uh, the IMEs. That's right. We do that. Uh, You'd think I knew AB. (laughs) A little bit. So accident benefits. We handle accident benefit files. Uh, We also also handle bodily injury files, uh, looking at defense medicals and plaintiff medicals. And with accident benefits, we're looking at the insurer examination piece, and we're also looking at treatment services. So we have 12 clinics that are across the province, ranging from East End with Ajax all the way to the West End, we're looking at Hamilton. We also have clinics in the north, Barrie, 12 sites. Uh, and we have 370, approximately 370 staff members that work at the sites. Wow. And our roster 
is composed of about 275 plus uh, specialists. And that ranges from musculoskeletal to neurology, orthopedic, physiatry. We have uh, RHPs, regulated health professionals uh, at our sites, which include occupational therapists, physiotherapists. Um, and those occupational therapists and physiotherapists are part of our interdisciplinary treatment program for claimant, sorry, for patients who are involved in motor vehicle accidents. I see why they gave you the <laughs> microphone. Nice. All right. Perfect. So you really know what's going on. I try. <laughs> Excellent. So when somebody gets in an accident and they get in, um, do they come to you for the actual med rehab or do they come to you for the IME piece? So are you guys more of the, you're doing the assessments or are you actually pr providing the actual med rehab work? So or that's, both? So that's a good question. We actually do both. So if someone is involved in an accident, they'll contact their insurance company. Sure. If they're looking for treatment, the insurance company will contact Altum Health. And based on that area of coverage, let's say the claimant lives in Barrie, or sorry, the patient lives in Barrie, we will refer them to our Barrie site where they can get treatment services in relation to that motor vehicle accident. Then the other side is if that person is involved in an accident, they contact their insurance company and their insurance company will set them up for assessments to determine what treatment they need um, to return them to pre-accident state. So say it's a BI file and you've got somebody with a tort claim right. and their plaintiff lawyer says, hey, we need you to go and get an assessment or we need you to do that. Do you do the plaintiff assessments as well? Right. So plaintiff medicals is something we also take care of. So the legal representative of the plaintiff will contact our firm and we will set up the appropriate assessment. Once we do a file con consult, look at the med file, determine which specialty is appropriate and we'll set up the plaintiff medical. So you work both sides. So that's, that's great. Right. So nobody can say that you're a hired gun. You're a level playing field. Right. We're, the goal is to be third party independent assessment with unbiased nonpartisan opinion. Nice. I like that. And the other piece is the actual treatment itself. And you provide that as well, right? So if a plaintiff right. um, then determines that, you know, or the plaintiff's lawyer sends in the their treatment plan and it says they require, I don't know, 10 treatments of massage rehab therapy, you guys can provide that as well, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, yes. So we do get those treatment plans. We also help create those treatment plans for the patients. And then the goal is to help them get back to pre-accident state, yes. Excellent. And do you guys also talk about the malingerers and all those people that, you know, the ones that, you know, they can't lift their arm, but when you turn around, they're well, right. So great question as well. So in terms of malingering, uh, what we'll see is that surveillance will be put on a file, not by us, but by the file handling adjuster. Sure. We'll receive the surveillance videos, photo reports that will be sent to our independent assessors after their assessment has taken place because oh, we don't want to bias Perfect. the assessor. Sure. We'll make sure the assessor assesses the claimant, uh, forms an opinion, creates a report, submits the report, and then the surveillance comes into peace where they take a look at it and complete an addendum to say whether their opinion has changed a lot based on the oh, surveillance. Oh, interesting. So they right. do the report, then they get the surveillance. So they're, right. they're not one and the same. It's not a... It's a, they, two it's a two-piece. Right. It shouldn't be done one and the same because you want to objectively prove that the surveillance didn't affect the assessor's opinion. Oh, interesting. Okay. And, I mean, 
people can have good days, right? I mean, right. there's people out there that, you know, one day they do have a good day and then the next day they are bedridden. Yes. And then there's people that have good days and then they're caught on surveillance and they have lots of good days and they were never hurt. And we know those people, right? And that, but that's not the majority of people, right? I mean, right. So there is people with legitimate accident injuries, right? Right. And our assessors will definitely pick up on that mm -hmm. when they do their physical assessment, when they do their psychological or psychiatric assessment, they'll pick up on that. Their surveillance might further prove their determination. Uh, their surveillance may go in the opposite direction. and uh, But the surveillance and the investigation companies, they're doing full surveillance where it might be weeks, it might be a month of surveillance in order to capture enough information to have a fulsome idea, to have a comprehensive report to be able to provide to the assessors and the insurance company. Interesting. Now, let's talk about the COVID piece because that interests me as well. Right. Um, what do you guys do for COVID? What's the, what are you guys seeing as the kind of the response from the COVID, I guess, injury? What are we, what are we calling it? Right, so COVID, COVID blues. So, so the way it works with COVID, at the beginning of the pandemic, we had to navigate a brand new workflow. So that meant new screening uh, before the claimants even attended any assessment. We had to ensure they were asymptomatic and they didn't have any active symptomatology before they even reached the assessor's office, just for risk purposes. Okay. We're also a hospital, so we have to be very careful and mindful about when patients or claimants attend our sites or the hospital to make sure it's safe. Uh, there's masking that's still in effect. Screening is still in effect where we do screening prior to the assessment. We do a five business day screening and then a 24 hour screening. Um, but the actual COVID, the effects of COVID is still to be determined. To see psychologically um, how it has affected a file, it's still in the beginning stages. So is it people with accidents that are dealing with COVID issues? Is that kind of like... Right, so... If you have, we can only really speak to the motor vehicle accident impairments, um, but COVID is still a factor. If they are COVID positive, then the way we actually process a file or coordinate the file is it's affected because we have to ensure that the person has recovered or are in a good state to actually attend the assessments. In terms of how COVID has affected overall assessments, we were seeing like a higher rate of no-shows, uh, people not attending, we were seeing a higher rate of cancellations, uh, especially when there was a, the fluctuation of waves. Now we're noticing things are in a better state, so COVID is not really affecting uh, the no-show and the late cancellation pieces. But, but is it affecting the recovery time? To be determined. Really? Yes. So is there... Are you guys watching for that? Like It is something we're watching for. I mean, our assessors are really only speaking to like the physical piece and they're trying to draw it all to the actual accident. Causation is important. Causation when it comes to the accident. They are looking at COVID and how to facilitate COVID in terms of like processing a file. And we're also doing the same thing with the file handling adjuster. But does it have a lot to do, when I speak about recovery, I mean, so you've got people that are just afraid to go outside, right? Right. So when you look around the room today, there was about 800 people in here at one point, and I think I counted 10 masks. So right. there's still people wearing masks, right? right? And, you know, good, bad, and different, whatever your feeling is with it. So there's still those people that have that. So I'm, I'm assuming from somebody who's handled claims in the past like this, um, you're going to have people that are afraid to go to treatment and that's going to slow down their recovery rate. It's going to affect how they, you know, how they want to do things or, you know, interact with people. And when they go to an assessment, I think it's going to change, right? It's going to, 
Yes, you, you bring up a good point because the length of a file that takes to adjudicate a file, that is, I guess, where we can say the recovery, COVID recovery, um, we're still seeing like, how is that affected? Uh, what is the average cycle to actually do a file from beginning to end, A to Z? Um, it's a longer processing time because claimants or patients are not willing to go and not feeling comfortable. Sure. But now we're seeing, we're seeing a change. We're seeing... Going back to the way it used to be? Going back to how it used to be. People do want to attend. People do want to get their benefits. They do want to get their treatment. They want to get better. They want to get better. For the most part. Right. Exactly. Um, and with that, so you've got your COVID piece, you've got your, your healthcare, like your treatment, and you've got your assessment. What else does Ultim do? Uh, well, our main pieces are the auto IE program in terms of treatment and in terms of um, insurer examination work. But we also do employer work and we look at health and, and life files and disability files. Oh, okay. And we also look at return to work programs. So uh, what will happen is the file will be received and we'll look at it along with the case manager and we'll figure out how do we return that person back to work. So this is LTD, way. STD people? Right, long-term disability, short-term disability. Yeah, I should say short-term as opposed to STD, yeah. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so short-term disability people, long-term disability people. Right. Trying to get back into the workforce. And again, I'm assuming, is it changed because a lot of people are working from home now as opposed to actually going into an office? Or are you seeing more people going back into an office? I think it varies and it depends on the organization, uh, whether there's hybrid accommodations, whether people are allowed to work from home or if they are, it depends on the role as well that they're, they're doing and whether they're required to be on site. Okay. All right. And you, what, what I find really interesting is I can fly on an airplane across the country without a mask now, right. but I can't walk into my local hospital. That's Kinda right. Kind of weird, but I'll, I'll go with it. I'll roll with it. Right. It's just a little weird for me. Um, Thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thank I really you. appreciate it. It's Thank you. Uh, again, you guys have been here for what? You said 30 years? 30 plus years. 30 plus years, and I stumbled across you today, which is crazy. But I'm I don't work in met. AB, but I do <laughs> love the fact that I get to meet new people um, every year. So I really appreciate it. And I appreciate your fan base hanging out here with me as well. But, <laughs> thank uh, you. Uh, it's not for me. It's for you. I can assure <laughs> you. But thank you very much. And thank you. And uh, thanks, Ultim, for um, being a supporter of the OIAA.